Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator with the University of Illinois Extension. And in the studio again uh, for another show yet or two is Laura Barr. Laura is our nutrition and wellness educator in our office. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Great. Uh, we have covered um, three shows, I think, so far, all about uh, gardens and summer eating and safe food handling in the summertime, food safety, and uh, talked a little bit just last week, or a lot last week, about uh, a couple ways we can preserve food, and we ran out of time before we could really get to another one that uh, a lot of people will, will do. And so this week I kind of wanted to talk about... Um, the best way or the best kinds of vegetables to harvest and then the, the uh, preservation method we didn't get to last week was that about uh, that about freezing uh, and I guess I, I will start by offering that when you're whether you're gonna can uh, or, or pressure can or water bath or pressure can uh, or freeze as we're going to talk about this week you know you really only want to put the very best into that container or into that into the freezer bag when you're when you're ready. Uh, so you're looking at vegetables that uh, are at their prime, blemish-free, um, uh, tomatoes without splits, uh, snap beans that don't have really big beans in them, uh, so they're so they're tender when they are consumed. Um, those are the kinds of things you're looking for. So at their at their prime, you want to get them as as they are mature and ripe. Uh, well, I should say as they as they are ripe, but not over mature. That uh, gets it old older than it needs to be. So as that as that fruit uh, becomes uh, very desirable in terms of its uh, condition and, and its size, get it. Don't wait. And that's what we need to be putting away. Think about you'd want the same quality if you were doing it uh, and preparing it on the for the dining room table. So that's the same kind of product that you'd want for the canning. So we, we uh, as I said, we, we, we missed talking about freezing last week, so I kind of wanted to address that because this is something that's a newer way, if you will, think about that, to preserve food because back in the day there were no freezers. So this is a kind of a modern way of preserving, preserving our vegetables. So what are the, what are the typical steps? In, pa in, the pa in the past shows you've talked about there's a recipe, it's a science, you want the food safety there. I'm going to guess that there are similar guidelines for uh, freezing. Yes, of course. Again, the scientific approach. And, and one step is the blanching process. And basically, what blanching does, it stops enzyme actions, which can cause loss of flavor, color, and texture. And the tricky part is you do have to time it because if you under blanch, it's actually worse than not blanching at all. If you over blanch, you kind of destroy the product. It gets wilted and it loses its nutritional value. So what blanching is basically submerging in boiling water for a given amount of time. And what you usually see is that you, it becomes brighter. The product becomes a little bit brighter and kind of perks up a little bit. So that's a very important step um, in freezing vegetables. The, it is recommended that don't freeze vegetables unless you blanch them and blanch them in the right way. And you can look 
the National Center for Home Food Preservation is a great site to just find out every process from canning to freezing. And they, they have all tested recipes and ways to do it. Now, when you think about freezing fruit, some fruit freezes well and some doesn't. Fruit does not need to be blanched. Uh, some things that I think of, like say berries, like blueberries and strawberries, you, you clean them well. And then what, what I like to do to keep them in separate little pieces is put them on a tray and freeze them. And then once they're frozen in an hour or two, take them and then put them in a Ziploc bag or in an airtight container so that when you're using them, they're in those little pieces, in those you know bite-sized pieces like we do when we're really eating them. Okay. So in the morning when you're making your smoothie, you can remove only six strawberries without having to break the big package apart exactly. just to find your six. Okay, so that's, that's the whole point of that. So in terms of freezing them, any freezer works as long as it can drop that temperature reasonably quickly? Correct. So the freezing temperature is zero to minus 10. Fruits and vegetables freeze very quickly. Um, so zero is fine. So if, it's, if everything in your freezer is solid, then you know you're at zero, and that's what, what we look for. I guess when you look at drawbacks of freezing, it would be limited freezer space. So again, if you have that bumper crop, you only have so much room in your freezer, that might be a drawback. But the, the good thing about freezing is the time involvement. There's, it's very quick as opposed to the canning process. Um, so if you don't have a lot of time and you have a lot of freezer space, good to, to freeze for food preservation. So probably best to have some chest-type freezer. If you're going to get big into freezing, you need the space as some sort of a chest-type freezer. Not that it makes it, not that it's any better than the one underneath your refrigerator, but you've got more space. You do have more space, and then it depends on the size of your family and the size of your harvest. Again, if, you, if your family is small, you might have enough freezer space, but you have to save room for the other things that you want yeah, to freeze. Ice cream. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Okay, so um, freezing is just uh, uh, another way to do it be besides water bath and pressure canning. Um, the uh, It's easier or quicker, I should say, more convenient perhaps for a lot of us. Uh, I know a lot of modern homes really don't have a kitchen or a stovetop suitable to do a water bath. And any, any kind of um, water bath or pressure, you're dealing with very, very hot water and very, very hot products. So when you do it, you have to be on your game. You, you, you can't be multitasking. Um, and I'd get small children out of the way because you're moving hot water, you're moving hot product. So small animals and small children under the feet, not a good idea. Not a good idea. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing not. I can uh, remember... Uh, Again, my mom, everything, my mom would can't or preserve in many ways uh, with the exception of freezing. And, and it was always a, a rather uh, um, engaging process. If you were old enough, you got involved. But if you weren't, you're right. You were kind of kicked out of the kitchen. So the safety aspect was there. So that's certainly, certainly, something, to, certainly something to think about. Uh, last thoughts as we close out the show on uh, either harvesting or, or uh, blanching freezing? 
Well, I just would want to encourage folks again to eat more fruits and vegetables. Um, they're very good for us. And when we could grow them all the better, we can support our local farmers even better yet. Okay, good, good one, good point. Okay, Laura, thank you so much for this week's show again. I know we've scheduled up at least one more, uh, all related to uh, um, food, food safety, gardening, uh, the nutritional value of uh, eating our, our good fruits and vegetables. So I'm looking forward to at least one more show. This has been Richard Henschel with Laura Barr this week with The Green Side Up. We'll be back again next week.